Welcome to the, another edition of the Leo G Show and podcasting is what I do. I'm Leo G. We're trying to do this thing live here right now on YouTube and on Facebook. It looks like having some difficulties with the Facebook stream, but we'll get that worked out here momentarily. But while I, I got everybody on, on my YouTube channel, uh, I want to give a shout out to my co-host right now with me, my man Banks and my man Derrico. Banks, what's going on with you, brother? What's going on? What's going on? Leo G, how you feeling, brother? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Trying to get this, uh, trying to get this post going on, man. Uh, so we can do this thing live, and uh, we got we. So we're right now we're live on YouTube, man. I'm trying to get it streamed out on Facebook right now, man. So we can get everybody in. So we're gonna get a few minutes before we actually get into the show, um, and uh, we'll we'll get started here in just a moment. I got my man Derrico over there, man. What's going on, Derrico? Hey, what's going on, Leo G? What's going on, my man Banks? <laughs> Man, we're in here trying to trying to get this thing set up, man. So I'm still working on the uh, working on the setup here to get everything on Facebook here, and uh, hopefully we can get uh, everything on Facebook in just a minute. So we've got everybody on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, man, shout out to everybody that's with us uh, doing the Leo G podcast. So bear with us here momentarily. And uh, we should get this thing underway, man. Got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, end of era. That's the that's the podcast episode tonight. And uh, got a few things on the agenda to talk about. Fellas, how was your weekend? Uh, Banks, how was your weekend, man? Oh, slow motion, brother. Uh, nothing special. Um, just relaxing on the weekend, brother, for much needed relaxation, by the way. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. Derrico, man, how was your weekend, man? We had an event that we went to, man, but uh, we'll get into that event in just a minute, man. But how was your weekend, man? Hey, weekend was good. Um, had a couple things I got into this weekend besides pollen and allergies. But, you know, hey, that's what this season is. So that's what's going to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this weekend, man, we were able to um, to go to an event. Uh, Derek, I don't know if you want to tell everybody, man, uh, we went out to, um, I guess it was Atlanta, Tucky over there, um, over there by the stadium, man, had a nice little event over there with a uh, footy mob, shout out footy mob, man. You want to let everybody know how that went? Oh, we had a good time over there breaking in Atlanta, Tucky and the footy mob. So I just wanted to say shout out to them for hosting us. I mean, it was a great event. We was over there watching the U S men's soccer match that was being held, um, I think we ended up with a 5-1 score, I think it was. So we just got to handle business on Wednesday. So we're going to get that World Cup qualification. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Shout out to uh, Atlanta, Kentucky over there. If you haven't been, uh, Nappy Roots has a brewing company over there. Um, 
and we we had a big event over there where we were um big event over there where we 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 went uh I'm sorry, I'm having a couple of a few technical difficulties here, but hey, when you go live, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, so big, big US men's watch party over there, soccer watch party. And um, it was good over there, man. Uh seeing everybody in our footy mile. It was just a few more minutes, fellas, man. We about to go live here. Uh hopefully we get it on um on Facebook here in just a minute. I'm still trying to work out these details, man. So give give me one moment. If not, we'll just have to stream this on YouTube, man, and um, and then we'll have to post it on Facebook here at a later date. I was really hoping that we could get this set up on Facebook Live. Looks like everything's going, but it's just a few details here that are that are preventing me from actually getting the stream up here. But I'll uh, I keep working on it here as we go. Um, so fellas, here end of an era. That's what we're going to talk about tonight, man. Uh, this is kind of. A piggyback off of last week's show, Banks. I know you were unable to uh to get with us, but that's what we're gonna talk about tonight, man. End of an era, Matt Ryan no longer an Atlanta Falcon. 14 years, uh Atlanta Falcon. That's that's no longer the case. He is now with the Indianapolis Colts. So before we get into it, man, we're gonna do what we always do. We'll do a fit check and a drink check really quick. Um, I'm gonna go over to you, Derek Cole, first, man, because it looks like you are uh you 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 setting the move, man. You <laughs> in tribute, brother. Go ahead and tell everybody what you got on, man. I guess you can say it's a tribute, but you know, I just had to pull out and dust off this all white, this old 2016 Super Bowl hat that we, you know, got going over to the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl jersey represent the honoree of the hour, Maddie Ryan Ice. And I said it just like that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie Ryan Ice. Okay, that's what's up, man. You want to let everybody know what you're drinking on tonight? If you are drinking on anything tonight, well, you know it's it, it, it's springtime, so I got to have something. So <laughs> for the special occasion, you know, I had to pull out this um this this midnight lager by Stella Artoo. It only comes out in the fall, so I have to keep a couple in the refrigerator because I like that beer and I can't get it no other time in the fall. And of course, you know, I got my libations over here. So I've already had this one on the show before, but I just had to bring them back because, you know what I'm saying? It's a special night tonight. So I got to go ahead and celebrate with this Colonel Taylor. EH, it's a small batch version. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. I see you doing it over there with the Colonel Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Got to Stella. You're doing it. You know what I'm saying? I see you. I see you over there, brother. I see you. Banks, uh, you want to share with anybody and share with everybody what you got going on? I know you told us, you know, you 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 was moving supplies around, man. So, but let us know what you got. Let everybody know what you got on and, and let everybody know what you're sipping on, man. Uh just keeping it simple today, bro. Fellas, um, just working the home jersey with the ATL Falcons with a one of my my good hats that I wear with this this particular jersey. Um, wearing number 29, which is me, Banks. Um, I'm with with um Oh, nothing special. This old Tito's right now. Uh, ain't nothing special tonight, fellas, bro. Just try to keep it mellow tonight. Absolutely. Okay, got the Tito's. Got the Tito's. I hear you, brother. I hear you. So it looks like I might. We might be on Facebook Live here in just a moment. So guys, I don't know if you could check your streams to see if we're finally on Facebook Live. I don't know, guys. Can you check it out? Anybody can. Can anybody confirm we're on Facebook Live right now? 
Okay, so Derrico is confirming that we are on Facebook Live now. So, all right, we're on Facebook Live, you know, 10 minutes late, but you know, hey, it's uh, it is what it is. We finally got on, so now we're, we're doing this thing live, YouTube and Facebook. So, welcome every, everybody to the Leo G show now here live on Facebook, man. Uh, we're gonna do the re uh, we're gonna do introductions again since now everybody's joining us on Facebook, man. Hopefully, we get some people to come in. Um, I got my man Banks, my man Derek tonight. Banks, tell everybody on Facebook what's up, man. We on Facebook Live, brother. Yeah, what's going on? ATL, ATL, what is up, man? This is my name, Banks, right here. I'm with my homeboys Leo and Derek. How y'all feeling out there? Absolutely, absolutely, man. Shout out to my man Banks, Derek. man, we finally got this thing on Facebook Live, man. So we're gonna do some introductions again, brother. Uh, let everybody know what's up, man. What's going on, Leo G? What's going on, my man Banks? I was just making sure I shared that we on Facebook Live on my on my own page, so I make sure that we on there. So hopefully somebody gonna come in there and check us out. I see we got somebody about to join in, so that's good on Facebook. So whoever that is out there right now, just send us a shout out in the in the comments, so we'll know who you are, and we'll make sure that we get you on if you got any questions. Copy that, man. Yeah, we're gonna be monitoring the chat um, throughout the show. Um, and also, if you want to be a part of the show here, because like I said, we're doing this live. This is something that we decided to do here with the show, kind of interact with people that have been uh, fans of the show. So if you do want to interact with the show, there is what we call uh, the Riverside uh, FM app. You can download to your phone and we can bring you in as an audience member and you can interact live uh, like a call in. So you'll be able to like if you want to interact with us, talk to us, ask us questions about the show, you can. So once again, if you download the Riverside dot fm app on your phone either and go to the android store go to the uh apple apple app store if i'm saying that right you can download that app uh the link is in the bio on facebook i don't know if it's on the in the um bio on youtube but it's uh, it's in the bio on facebook you can get onto that uh app and you can come into the show we'll let you in and we can talk a little bit so uh we can we can do this again fellas since we're now on facebook live we're gonna do the fit check drink check man i go to you first derrico uh i see you got the tribute on kind of referencing what we're going to talk about tonight man so let everybody let everybody know what you got on and what you're sipping on hey man i had to get the old clean white super bowl jersey from 2016 um the hat the match the super bowl emblem on it and representing my homeboy our former quarterback maddie ryan shout out to maddie ice good looking indy i'll go ahead and put that out there right now but yeah that's what i'm repping tonight all right, that's what's up, Banks. I'm going to kick it over to you, man. Do the fit check, drink check, man. Let everybody know. Since we're now on Facebook Live, let everybody know what's going on with the fit and the drink tonight, man. Um, this is the same old, uh, this basic home jersey of the ATL Falcons with my hat to match. And um, nothing special tonight, guys. Just doing the Tito's, bro. That's all I'm doing. I'm keeping it really mellow. And um, by the way, uh, M Scales from YouTube just uh, gave you a shout out, Leo. Hey, that's what's up, man. Shout out to my man Scales, man, watching on YouTube, man. Uh, that's what's up. Um, glad we got some people out there watching us as we go live tonight, fellas. So, all right, man, we had a few technical difficulties, man. So, let's go ahead and, and do what we came here to do. Oh, oh by the way, oh, oh, I got hold the... On, hold on, hold on. I got to make, sure, <laughs> make sure that you know somebody special is watching the show. Okay, who we got? Who got special watching the show? Shout out to Crystal Walker. Shout out! Hey, hey! Shout out to shout out to my wife. Shout out to wifey man watching hey, the show. That's what's she up. Said, she said, "Hey, baby, I just want to put that out there." <laughs> That's our, what's up, man. And our brother Patrick Abrams is watching us as well. 
Patrick yeah. Abrams, that's what's up, man. What's hey, up, bro, Patrick, what's man? What's going on, brother? What's going on? Hey, man, that's what's up, man. So we definitely got some people out here watching us on the live, man. That's what's up. So it's a little lag between us actually recording and Facebook Live, man. So if you if you do have any messages, if you do have any comments, hit us up. We're monitoring both. And uh, so that's what's up. So look, and so I got, you know, like my man Banks, I got on the classic, the new ATL jersey representing, of course, like Banks, I'm customized always. I got me on the back of the jersey. That's what we do, 99. I've been doing that for quite some time now. Uh, and we're going to get into some Falcons talk. Uh, end of an era, like I said, we're going to be talking about Matt Ryan here. So look, fellas, we're going to get into it here. We're going to do something here new on the show, man. I'm going to give my take here before we actually get into the meat of the show. Uh, Banks actually dubbed this the Lions Den, man. It's, it's going to be my take on what we're talking about as we go into the show and as we as we uh, we get into the meat of it here, guys. So since we're talking about the end of an era, we're talking about a quarterback that has been with the Atlanta Falcons for 14 years. I've been a fan of this organization since birth, um, since, you know, like I said, 40 plus years. I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, even before I could even understand what football was, I've been a fan of this organization. And no quarterback has been here longer than Matt Ryan. No quarterback has meant more. I think in my in my opinion, I'm gonna say meant more to this to this organization, to the Falcons organization than Matt Ryan. Okay. Um, so my take on it is this, man. When it's all said and done, Matt is still playing football. He's now started a new chapter in his football life up in Indy. And I wish him all the best up there with the coach. But 14 years of Falcon, man. And the guy had quite a list of accomplishments, man. 2016, most valuable player. 2016, offensive player of the year. First team All-Pro 2016, four-time Pro Bowler. NFL passer rating leader in 2016. Just And the list goes on and on and on, man. The accomplishments um, as, as a Falcon. You know, uh, over uh, 59,000 passing yards. Uh, 94.2 passer rating. I mean, um, he did very, very well here. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion and my take, the greatest that ever laced them up for the Atlanta Falcons. I, I, I'm, I'm, there's no shame in me saying that, you know, and I, if anybody wants to argue otherwise, I mean, you can come on and let me know who you think was greater than Matt. Um, but at this point, you know, I want to definitely give him a shout out for what he did with this organization um you know three quarters away shorter i know a lot of people don't like it you know we didn't we didn't put that trophy in the case we didn't seal the deal three quarters away from a lombardi trophy but you know hey it is what it is at this point man we've moved on now like i said the end of the era and we're going to talk about it here for just a minute fellas so that's my take on it man i just wanted to give my shout out to matt ryan here for 14 years um and i wish him all the luck up there in indianapolis so let's go ahead and get started man let's go ahead and get into this conversation as i just alluded to talking about the end of an era banks i'm gonna go over to you first man how, how do we feel about this man the matt ryan era is over uh, we'll talk about uh, a little bit how we got here in just a moment but i just want to get your take on how you feel on the matt ryan era actually being over here in atlanta for just a minute if you don't mind well how i feel man um i have no ill will i've you know, I, I'm really happy for the guy, man. He he did so much for this organization. You know, he brought this team from the depths of hell, you know, from the Bobby Petrino fiasco. And, of course, you know, the, the Michael Vick um, unfortunate situation. Um, Matt Ryan came in and only did what he's, he was asked to do. You know, he was never going to be anything exciting like the, the previous quarterback. 
but he came in and he did what he could. And he came and, you know, for all the quarterbacks I've witnessed in my lifetime as a Falcon fan, it ain't a lot, but for what I've seen out of this man, kudos, man, the best I ever seen in this franchise. So everything you've done, Matt, go in Godspeed to Indianapolis Colts and do your thing, brother. We are very proud and very grateful for what you've done here. I mean, well said, my man Banks. Well said, man. Derek, I'm gonna kick it over to you here, man. I know, I know you're itching to to talk about this, man. Matt Ryan, end of an era, man. Not Indianapolis Colts. Do you want to give your thoughts on on Matt and, and his time here and how you felt about him? Man? Well, I gotta, you know, I'm looking at the chat comments, so you know, I have to put them out there. Shout out to my man D Mosley from the Benny. He said Michael Vick is the best thing to happen to Atlanta. Patrick Abrams said Matt Ryan Warren Moore, no doubt about it, and absolutely is the greatest. And your son said, hey, daddy and uncles. So shout out to Logan over there watching us on the Facebook Live. So as far as Matt Ryan, yeah, like Banks said, Matt Ryan was tasked to do something that probably was probably the hardest thing for any quarterback to probably come into an organization to do is one, to come behind one of the all-time greats and Michael Vick to put this organization on a stable path. He did absolutely that. Like you would say, um, Leo, he came in and stabilized the organization. He came in on his first play of an NFL career and throws a touchdown pass to Michael Jenkins to set the tone. If I'm not mistaken, they actually went to the playoffs that year. Shout out to Keith Brooking for mess, messing that up for us. But we know what it was on that third and 15, I think it was, when you out there, I don't know what you was doing. But, hey, you know, we'll let you have that. <laughs> but, yeah, Matt Ryan, kudos to you, my brother. You may not have gotten all the love that you deserve, but we appreciate your time here in Atlanta. I mean, you really did set this franchise on a course that we wanted to go, which was hopefully – to set the bar for winning and hopefully we'll get back to that soon absolutely absolutely I, that's and that's all that, that really matters is, is we have a winning organization here man i think at the end of the day for me and i think i speak for for both for all of us fellas is that we want to see this franchise succeed and we want to see this franchise win that's at the end of the day that's it that's it i want wins i want trophies i want parades I'm saying not that drive by that that the Braves did <laughs> a couple of months ago, man. We want we want a nice Super Bowl, <laughs> nice Super Bowl parade, man, downtown. Uh, that's what we want. We want to see a lot of them, man. Um, and and much success with this organization, man. It's it's a long time coming. Like I said, we, I'm not gonna go back and talk about what happened in the past. We we've been to two Super Bowls, couldn't get it done. But obviously, like I said, man, we're always hungry. We want to see this organization put a trophy in the case and bring it home for this city, fella. So I, we kind of talked about it a little bit about Matt being the greatest Falcon ever, you know, uh, Banks alluded to it. And of course, Derrico, you spoke on it as well, but I want to talk about a little bit about how we got here to this point with Matt actually going to the Colts. And on the last episode, Derrico, you and I, we discussed what happened with the whole Deshaun Watson fiasco. So I don't think we need to revisit that, but we de I definitely want to talk about, Matt's time and it being up here in Atlanta. So, Banks, I'm going to kick it over to you first here, man. We knew that this era was going to come to an end eventually, right? Um, 
for me, and I'll talk about it and speak on it in just a minute. I, I was kind of mixed emotions. Do you feel like this was the right time? Do you feel like the process of everything collectively was the right time to kind of just, you know, let this happen? Because we knew it was going to happen, right? But in your opinion, was this the right time and how it happened? Like, are you okay with that? Well, I'm definitely okay with it. You know, um, if you remember back last year when we was in the draft, you know, everyone was, you know, clamoring for Justin Fields, you know, but, you know, for what we was told that, you know, we were going to ride with Matt Ryan and try to, you know, let him ride off to the sunset, you know, in his career here as a Falcon. I was perfectly fine with that. Um, how we got here is, you know, we went after that guy, Deshaun Watson, and I was confused about what direction we were going after we was told one thing, and then you're doing the complete opposite. And now it backfired. It's almost like, yeah, you got to kind of go ahead and end this Matt Ryan um, tenure now because it's, it was it was awkward. It was awkward for the fans. Um, I, for one, didn't really agree on how everything transpired, but I felt like deep down it was time to move on. Um, I thought it was time to move on last year. Um, but again, we was told something different. We was told that Matt Ryan's here for another year, maybe a couple more years. And then, okay, well, let's go with it. You know, let's go and in his career as a Falcon. And obviously this year, something went completely left. So. I think, well, I think we, we were all to the, we were all thinking that financially, we wanted to run this out, right? We wanted this to run this course because of the contract that Matt had. Like, hey, let's just let this run this course and start over with a clean slate. Yes, Banks, there were talks about us selecting the quarterback on in the last draft to be the heir apparent, right? To come in, to sit for a year or two behind Matt Ryan, and then we could move forward, you know, and 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 Matt could ride off into the sunset, go somewhere else or whatever. That didn't happen. And Derek, I'm going to get to you in just a minute. Um, so you could talk about that because I want, I definitely want you to give your opinion on that. Um, I feel like, you know, we were, we, it was going to happen eventually sooner or later. I have kind of mixed feelings about how this all went down. Uh, of course, I think the Deshaun Watson discussion and bringing him here as a Falcon just accelerated this process. We knew it was going to happen one way or another, but the talks of them bringing in Deshaun Watson accelerated the process. I think that this was going to be a done deal. Well, it is a done deal now. Matt has moved on to think when the Falcons initiated the talks with trying to bring in Deshaun Watson, that that signaled the end of the Matt Ryan era. So Derek, I'm going to pass it over to you. Like I said, a lot of people were interested in us trying to get a quarterback on last, in, in the past draft to be the heir apparent to Matt Ryan. So, like, I'm going to kick it over to you like I asked Banks. Um, how do you feel about this being the end of the Matt Ryan era and how it all went down? And do you feel like this was the best position uh, that we could be in moving forward. Well, I'm glad you clarified that it was we were looking for a quarterback, not a particular quarterback, as my brother Banks alluded to, you know, naming a particular quarterback in Justin Fields. You know, some people are calling for Justin Fields. Some people's calling for Lance. 
Some people's calling for other quarterbacks. Some people just wanted another quarterback. So, yeah, so I just want to make sure that we're clear on that, that it's just not one quarterback that people were asking for by name. So with that being said, yes, it was time. I mean, it was it was time. The reason why it got accelerated because of what Banks said as far as last year, they really – they really didn't tell us that they wanted to move on from Matt last year. So they had to kind of tell us that they couldn't do it because of financial reasons. So they had to really just say, hey, we're going to hitch our wagon to Matt Ryan because he knew he had two or three years left on his contract. So with that being said, listening to the press conference, I kind of understood what they were talking about as far as not, you know, dragging this on, even if they hadn't signed Deshaun Watson. So either way, we was going to get a new quarterback in 2022 for the season. So it didn't matter if we signed Deshaun Watson or not. They had basically made up their mind that they were going to eat that $40 million cap hit and just go ahead and move on. It was best for Matt Ryan. It was best for the Atlanta organization at the time. So at that point, we're good. We're Gucci, as the young folks would say. So I know it kind of hurt. Most of us that this was going to happen, but it was inevitable. You know what I'm saying? My preference would have been to have had drafted a quarterback last year to at least got a year or two of that Matt Ryan tutelage under their belt. But now that didn't happen. So now we got to roll with the new quarterback that's on the roster right now. Currently, we got two guys that are on the roster. (laughs) Don't know what's going to happen in the draft, but I guess we'll talk about that later. So I don't want to jump the gun. But yeah, it was time. Yeah. We'll talk about that here in just a minute, man. Yeah. Yeah. So if you didn't know, yeah, Marcus Mariota was signed uh, immediately after uh, Matt Ryan was traded to the Indianapolis Colts to give us some more depth at the quarterback position. Because obviously, like Derrico, you just said, Felipe Franks was the only other quarterback that we had assigned to the roster, right? So we definitely had to bring in another quarterback for some depth. Um, very familiar with Arthur Smith, our head coach in, in his in his system, was with him up there in Tennessee. So, I mean, I guess that was easy for them to reach out to somebody that has some familiarity with, with Arthur Smith. Um, I'm kind of in agreement with you both about, you know, us moving on. And the only thing that I kind of, I guess, I was confused about was the whole financial ramifications of, of us moving on from Matt as quickly as we did. We knew that there was going to be a, a banks. Well, all of us, we all discussed a dead cap hit that it was that that was going to come about if we got rid of Matt before I want to say the twenty twenty three season. It's a lot of money to take take a hit on, um, but it's either you got to rip the bandaid off sooner or later. I think that the accelerated talks with Deshaun Watson and everything that happened was kind of like, hey, we got to rip this bandaid off. So we end up taking a big dead cap hit, which brings me into another topic that I want to talk about. Uh, 2022 season here, Lumi, uh, we signed a couple of free agents here. We know we're going into the draft here. We'll talk more about that a little bit later into the show. Banks, I want to come over to you here, man, because you were a very, very big um, person when it came to, you know, if we did move away from Matt, making this as financially feasible as we possibly could. Um, Accelerating this process, meaning that we took a big dead cap hit this year meaning we couldn't we can't really sign free agents like we should. So one of the things that we wanted to discuss tonight was how is this going to affect the 2022 season, right? I mean, are we are we officially saying as Falcons fans that we're we're get, this is the gap year. 
because of everything that's transpired, we're giving up on this season and we're looking forward to kind of building this team out for the future. Right. Is this is this what we're doing? Is this how we're is this how we're going to approach the 2022 season banks? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you really don't have a choice. I mean, you are very deficient in roster. If you look back at the roster as we speak, we have um, uh, no pass rush. I mean, still, I mean, I guess we got to rely on a rookie or some maybe a free agent, um, a, a, a second tier pass rush, you know, if we're going to get a, a free agent. Um, we picked up a receiver today uh, from uh, Cincinnati uh, named Tate, uh, 6'5 guy. Don't know anything about him. Um, we're, we're really not really picking any names per se that, you know, Falcon fans will probably recognize. So, yes, this is a gap year. This is a year that uh, it's going to be very, very painful, very long, very one of those seasons you just wanted to hurry up and end. But, you know, this is where we at, you know, and, you know, this is, you know, hey, this we got to build it somehow, and I hope they do it right this time. Um, I've always been a proponent of build a team from the inside out. You know, miss me with the quarterback crap. I don't care about that. Give me an offensive line. Give me a defensive line, and let's start from there. And it will work on the quarterback when we get to that point. But right now, you can't win in the NFL without a line of scrimmage, in the trenches, if you will. I don't care what quarterback you have. It's not going to work. And I'm tired of going to the games every Sunday and seeing my team getting abused on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Building the team inside out. Um, one thing I will say before I give up to you, Derrico, is the last regime kind of handicapped us, right, man? They, they, I mean, we could go into a further discussion about what the last regime did and how they put us in this situation. But now the task at hand for Terry Fontenot and the rest of the franchise is to put it to move forward. And like you said, Banks, man, we really need to work on trying to build these, <laughs> build these trenches and, and try to build this thing out moving forward. So Derek, you know, piggybacking off of what Banks just said, where does this put us? Like, you know what I'm saying? How, how do, how do we do this? you know, moving forward, financially strapped for this year, moving forward. I mean, is this, we, are we just like, okay, Hey, we're good with this knowing that next year we'll have a little, uh, a little more money to spend and we can kind of build this thing out. Where do we look at the 2020, uh, 2022 season as of right now? Well, let me, um, just highlight two people. Um, Patrick said it's the right time in his opinion that we should have never entertained Watson and that cost him any leverage and trade talks and shout out to my classmate, Chad Brinkley joining us all the way down South in Cairo, Georgia. So to answer your question, we pretty much knew that 2022 was going to be a dead year. No matter if Matt Ryan was here, if Matt Ryan left, we knew at some point that we was going to take a cap hit. The 40 million, I'm glad it's just one year, it's not spread out over multiple years. We got money to spend next year. Like Banks said, this year, 
yeah, it might be rough. It might not be. We don't know. But that's 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 the thing that I'm probably most excited about is the unknown. I don't think we have to have name, big name people on the football team right now. I think if you got 53 guys out there on the roster that got some heart and want to win and go out there and actually punch somebody in the mouth, and I'm going to go back to the Detroit, the Detroit team of last year. I don't think anyone in Detroit would say that that team from Detroit laid down any time last year. Hell, they even – I wouldn't even talk about the game against us. I wouldn't even say nothing about it. But just think about that. I mean, if you got the right man in charge, if you got the right organization with the right mindset of what they're trying to do in the future, I think we all getting caught up in the right now. No one is really talking about the long term. Nobody's talking about the vision of what this franchise can be two, three, four, five years from now. I mean, we just had four straight losing seasons. If you're going to sit here and bitch about another one after four straight, then what are you really bitching about? You're not bitching about trying to win long term. You're talking about right now. In the long term, I think we need to start looking at that. Build a team, like Banks said, on the line of scrimmage. Been screaming that for the longest. Stop trying to get these shiny pieces. We fell in love on the Thomas Dimitrov with drafting cornerbacks in the second and third round, in the first round, and never picked up a good lineman on the offensive side or the defensive side, even though they tried. So miss me with well, that. Okay, well, Derrico, uh, Banks, I'll get to you in just a moment. So, Derrico, I, I want to speak a little bit on what you just said, and I know De- uh, Banks, you're itching to, to talk about this. I don't think it was for lack of trying. I don't, the last regime did go out and draft defensive linemen and offensive linemen. I just think that they – it was poorly executed. I it mean – They, they missed a horribly, horribly. A a, yeah, a lot. I mean, the only – you know, if offensive linemen, Jake Matthews, I want to say – you know, he's solid. He's not, you know, nothing to write home about. He's solid over there at the left tackle position. Defensive-wise, from a edge rush, rusher perspective, nobody. You know, Vic Beasley, Tack McKinley, no, absolutely not. The best thing, you know, we, we end up getting on the tail end of, of the Thomas Dimitrov regime was Chris Lindstrom. He's been solid. Um, Caleb McGarity was a first round pick at the end when we traded back in to pick him up. Trail. Yeah, man, they left. They, <laughs> you said it, I didn't. They left us in, in dire straits. Um, so now, like I said, it's left to Terry Fontenot here to kind of build this thing the right way. Banks, I know you wanted to piggyback on something. Banks, go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and let you get it. Um, I just wanted to um, give a shout out to Mr. Scales. Um, I saw you, you said, ask Ridley if. Uh, he bet on the over-under on the Falcons <laughs> this season. <laughs> Mr. Scales, we pretty much know that it's going to be about 1500 bucks on the, on the season. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess that's the running joke right now for Mr. Ridley. Um, well, I'm back what you said, Derrico, about you know putting the right guys on the field. Um, that Lions game, we made out of that game with a, with a skin of a prayer, okay? I know a win is a win. I get it. But I'm going to keep it a buck, yo. I mean, this team constructed now, I'm not saying it, brother. I don't care what you put out there. I mean, you need a hell of a lot of more of, of guys with, with just the want to. And all I think I see is just guys out there just happy to play, play football. I mean, we got 
Zacchaeus and Darby <laughs> as a receiver. I mean, Darby's your number one. <laughs> You're not winning any games with Darby going out there when is your number one. I'm sorry. I don't give a flip who's the quarterback. Mariota, I don't care. We're we're flirting with three wins this year. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope we got guys out there that wants to that actually give a damn about actually playing. And you know, so we're gonna it's gonna stop here and we're gonna win the game. But I don't see it. I haven't seen it in years. Well, that's what I'm talking I about. I haven't seen that in I mean, years, brother. You bring a, you bring a with lot. a full roster. I haven't seen that want to in That's years. what I'm saying. You bring in a lot of new faces. I mean, just think about it. The only holdover from that massacre in 2016 is Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett. Well, and Jake Matthews. Jake and Matthews Jake, is still here. You got two people. And Debo. And Debo. Uh, and D, what, three okay, people. Debo. So three so, three people so, out of here. So that lets you know how, how we don't forget about Debo. Because right now, <laughs> if, if they can get rid of Debo, and I'm going to be honest with you, if they can get some assets for Grady Jarrett because he's a free agent next year, they need to go in and pull the trigger. I mean, he's really not a good fit for Dean P's scheme. He's too small and too light in the ass as well, well as down in the country. So so what, what I just I just saw where they were actually still trying to work on trying to restructure or extend Grady Jarrett's contract. I, I don't know how that's going to end up working out at the end of the day for them, but you know, we'll see. We'll 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 see how that how that goes. So yeah, three holdovers from the 2016 campaign after we couldn't get it done down there in Houston. So fellas, look, we're gonna move on to another thing I wanted to get to you guys about, and I speak on it here before I get you guys' opinion on it, man. Uh, we we talked about it a little bit, but I want you guys to go into a little depth. And this is this is strictly opinion at this point in time. And Derek, I'm gonna go to you first. I'm gonna get I'm gonna give my spiel on it, and I'll, I'll go to you here at this point. Is Matt Ryan the greatest Falcon that has ever laced them up? I say yes. I say yes. And I challenge anybody to get in the chat and come at me and tell me otherwise. Matt Ryan is the greatest that has, has ever laced them up for this organization. And we, we've had names like Jesse Tuggle. We've had names like uh, Steve Barkowski, Deion Sanders. Um, of course, Michael Vick that has played for this organization. No disrespect to them, but I think at this point, in my opinion, in Leo G's opinion, Matt Ryan is the greatest that ever laced them up for the Atlanta Falcons. So I want to get your opinion on that, Derrico. And, of course, we'll get Banks' opinion. Is Matt Ryan the greatest that has laced them up for the Atlanta Falcons? Give your opinion on that, brother. Well, in my humble opinion, he's the best or the greatest quarterback to ever play for the Atlanta Falcons. I won't put him in a greatest Falcon category. No, I I just can't do that when you got the likes of what some of the people that you just named. I mean, even though they didn't do it here, but you got Hall of Famers that also played and went on and did greater things in other organizations. So I'm just going to leave it right there. I'm not going to name no names, but I'm just going to say the greatest quarterback, yes. Greatest Falcon ever, can't do it. Banks, I'm going to pass that over to you, man. Is, Is Matt Ryan the greatest Falcon? Derrico just said greatest quarterback. He didn't confirm he was greatest Falcon. Man, I'm going to ask you, is Matt Ryan the greatest Falcon to ever lace him up at this point, at, at this point, at this juncture? Well, I'm going to name names. Um, he's the greatest quarterback, greatest player. Um, no, I'm not going to get him that either. Um, I still like the likes of primetime as the greatest as the greatest player in Falcons ever seen. Um, 
Jesse Tuggle, you know, those, those guys like that. That's kind of a slap to the face of them. But Matt Ryan, greatest quarterback, quarterback, yes. And it's not even close. Not even close. Who, well, I, who are you stacking against him? Well, but hold, okay, so to, to both of you guys here, let me ask you this. Okay, so I, I said player, and I know that's kind of broad. It's real talk about Leo. Well, I mean, it is broad. So, so I'm going to say this much here. You guys want to say he's the best quarterback that we've ever had, but I mean, it's it's slim pickings when we talk about Falcons quarterbacks over the last fifty plus years of this organization. That don't mean that like, you, that don't mean you can catapult him over great greater players. Just but because I, and I and I and I because they're slim picking at the quarterback position. I'm just saying. Well, Banks just well Banks just said Dion. I'm asking you who you know who was who was a greater player than Matt? Of course, you know? Dion was going to be my number one person. If you're gonna talk about a second person, is I'm gonna say Claude Humphrey. I'm gonna say William Andrews. I'm gonna say who was our center? Oh gosh, Jeff Van Note. Jeff Van Note. Um, I give you that. I give you Jeff. And, and of course, I'm gonna go with my my VSU, my Vatican State. Tommy Nobles. My Vatican State. With Jesse Tucker the Hammer. Jesse the Tucker. You know what I'm saying? Just got to. I mean, you're talking about that's about 10 players off the rip that you're talking about as far as greater Falcons. Now, I'm just saying, you know, at, you know, Matt, he was at the quarterback position. He ain't the most athletic person. So when you're talking about the best player, I mean, you just got to put all that and mix it up and stir it in that pot. And he just can't come out that that pot as the greatest. OK, OK. Banks, I, I, I give it back over to you. I will, I will say he was I give it back over to you, Banks. He is the greatest quarterback. That's what the question should have been. And the quarterback quarterback in franchise history, well, all the quarterbacks you can list off the top of your head, Matt Ryan is he's he's about 10 steps ahead of all of them. So like I said, yeah. well, we like I said, this is not a this is not a franchise with great quarterbacks. Let's be real. That. I understand that. <laughs> when you talk about when you say player i mean you got you you're incorporating other positions right i get and it we have seen other great players that come through this franchise matt ryan on the other hand like Derrico has said he's not the most athletic person in the world but in his position his position which is quarterback he has excelled and i can't put nobody else in front of him in that position in that position and I just thought about something too, Leo. Even though he was here a couple of years, you telling me that you would put Matt Ryan over Dwight Freeney? <laughs> I mean, if we, if we, no, I'm saying in that in that regard, then we have to bring up Tony Gonzalez as well. In that saying, regard, I'm just saying you talking you know, about. I'm just I'm talking about. I mean, I would, I he was a falcon. Abraham, I mean, he's a falcon. He was a Falcon, though. I mean, he I'm was? not saying that. I'm not saying that just because he was only here two years. I'm not talking about just for those two years. I'm just talking about him as a player over his career. And yes, you could put the Predator in there as well. So it was Eric okay. Davidson. I mean, yeah. You, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, you, see, you see how this conversation a, can a go? Bl- a, a blip on the radar. Right. A blip I'm on just the radar. saying. You can take. I mean, I, th- I am. Yeah, you see. How I, I mean, well. I think at the end of the day, you know, Matt will take his place um, in the ring of honor as an Atlanta Falcon. I think that we can all agree on that, that he will take his place in the Falcons ring of honor when it's all said and done, even though, you know, he'll play, uh, play out his, his career, I think in Indianapolis, but you know, 
one of the greatest. We can all agree on it. Laced them up for the Falcons, man. So here we'll move forward here. My, my outline kind of got messed up here a little bit, man, as, we, as we're talking and we're going to move forward here um, within the podcast. So once again, I want to kind of shout out everybody. So if you want to interact with us, uh, riverside.fm, if you download the app, you can actually come in. We could bring you in as a guest if you want to interact with us on the show. Also, we are monitoring our our message boards on facebook and also on youtube as well so definitely you know send us some questions uh give us your opinions uh derico uh go ahead yeah so we got some comments and yeah, i want to go ahead and shout them out um theodore clark came in and said Dion sanders made first team all pro more times in a falcon uniform than matt ryan and patrick has been very active he said absolutely get rid of both players meaning Debo and Jared, and also said, or put Grady at the DN, which they tried to do that last year. And the last thing that Abram said was, for the Falcons, yes, Matt was better than Freeney. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's going to be a strange fit with the 3 4. That they, because, I mean, let's make no mistake about it, man. Dean Fours is trying, uh, I'm sorry, Dean Pease is trying to run a 3 4 defense here. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little tongue-tied there. Yeah, Dean Pease is actually trying to run a 3-4 defense here. I mean, make no mistake about it. And you need the personnel to do so. So, yeah, they've been experimenting with moving uh, Debo and Grady Jett around. I think that was no secret. They were trying to figure out where could they they utilize them the, the most. I think for the most part, just, just to talk about this for a little bit, Deion Jones was probably the most out of place in his defense, trying to find somewhere where he could be utilized. I mean, we, we all know that he's an undersized undersized linebacker he kind of thrived in what dan quinn wanted to do but in a three four scheme man it's hard to find somewhere to put him grady jared i think he's athletic enough if you had to find somewhere to put him over the next couple of years you could but yeah they are holdovers from the last regime and it's very difficult to try to move forward with a new scheme and trying to try to find somewhere to put them uh banks would you agree that it's kind of uh, it's a little awkward at this point to try to find where to fit them in absolutely um you, you, you know you you have a, a a a a goal to pretty much stay stick by you know and for, to go off the kilter like that then it, it wouldn't make sense at the in the long run for me for me i mean i, I don't know how, how you guys feel about that but i know for me it just wouldn't it wouldn't make sense I mean, eventually, we, you know, we'll we'll move on. I mean, like I said, um, this whole thing will get scrubbed here. Uh, with I mean, that's just the way of it, the 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 how fluid the NFL is. I mean, eventually, you have to kind of scrap it, start all over again, and see where it takes you. I mean, because the window only stays open for so long. Like I said, 2016 was a window that we had to crawl in and 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 be great. Uh, we weren't able to get it, and now here we are, 2022 um trying to figure out how to get that window open again so yeah we'll have to eventually there there is no window we have to actually build a a base for our house first we don't have a window this until we build that foundation then we can start worrying about windows but right now let's worry about what bricks we're going to use to start this house I, i i think this year is going to be the start of building that foundation. And you have at least 10 picks, and I think you got 
six in the top 100. 82? Yeah, it was like, I think, 80, yeah. You know what Something I'm saying? Like so, so you got, you got a chance to build the foundation and you got to swing for the fences. And let me tell you, TF and AS, you can't miss on one of them. Not one of them. I mean, you got that's, to have that's for six players that are going to put you on the map next year. And that's it. And that goes for picking quarterback at number eight as well. So yeah. so swinging back around to that, Banks, I'm glad you just brought – hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Swinging back around to that, that's what I was just about to say. I was just about to bring up our, our, our next point here before we move forward here. Um, we all know in the NFL it's hard to find a franchise quarterback, right? We moved on from Matt Ryan. We brought in uh, Marcus Mariota to kind of bridge the gap between us figuring out what we're going to do moving forward here. So, Derek, I'm going to bring it over to you first. Um, how do you feel on how easy, I guess, I guess I should say easy, how 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 is going to be trying to find the next franchise quarterback? Because just as an example, I take the Cleveland Cleveland Browns for an example, man. They've been an organization that has went through a lot of quarterbacks to try to get to where they are now. And we we just saw, you know, they had Baker Mayfield. They went all in, 230 mil guaranteed to Deshaun Watson now to try to get over the hump and try to, to push themselves into another stratosphere as far as trying to compete for a championship up there in Cleveland. Where do we stand now? Now that Matt's gone, how do you feel? How do you feel about us finding the next franchise guy here in Atlanta? Do you think this is something that's attainable in the next draft? Or do you think this is a process that might take a little longer than we expect? If, and I'm speaking on behalf of ifs, ands, and buts, if this organization... Candy and next, we'd all have America. Right. If, if they think that their quarterback in the future as far as franchise title is concerned, is in this draft, you go get him. Well, let me let me let me rephrase that. You get him. Don't go get him, meaning go nowhere up to get him. If you think that your franchise quarterback is somewhere in this draft, I'm certainly know he's not at number eight. So you definitely better trade back. And I'm on, I'm with you with that, uh, Patrick. That you got to trade out of eight if your quarterback that you're looking for in this draft is not there. Um, because it's not. If it's up to me, like I said, we blew that window last year, but this year there's some solid quarterbacks. I don't know if there's going to be that franchise quarterback that people say is not a can't-miss prospect. I don't know, can't say, but if it's not, then next year there's probably some people out there that you might want to considerably take a look at and say, hey, we didn't get the guy we wanted last year. So there are some targets next year that we absolutely got to have our finger on because we can't go three years without a franchise quarterback. I get that. Banks, you want to, you want to discuss that? Where, where are we? We're trying to find our next franchise quarterback. Are we, do we find them sooner than later or is this going to be a process uh, in trying to find that guy, man? Well, let me go ahead and get to one of our chats. Uh, Mr. Stokes, Adrian Stokes. What's up, brother? He said, we have waited from 16 to 22 years for a window. Majority wanted to wait for another three years for this window for the Hall of Famer, Matt. Okay. But for what I feel about the question, Leo, um, 
I'm not sold on any quarterback in this draft. That's just my opinion. Um, I would really hope that they would just go straight for the the defensive line, the wide receivers, the safeties, the corners, pass rush. You know, I, I, I build a defense. I, build a defense. That's all I want to really focus on. No quarterback in this draft <laughs> has jumped out and said, "Yeah, he's the one." I mean, not one. Not well, even Malik Willis. Not well, even Malik hey, Willis. hey, you, you. So Listen. let's let's. Let's let's talk about that for a minute, Banks. We well, we hold on. Me, I, I'm just saying, you know, we brought in uh, Mariota to be this this gap, this, this stopgap quarterback. Well, let's just use him. Let's use him. This is what everybody wanted, so let's use him. So let's build this team because we're not going anywhere. Build the team right and let's go. Okay. All right. So since we since you brushed over it, we'll talk about this. Really, really quickly. Really, really quick. <laughs> really, really quickly. You got to let them know why we just took a shot because, you know, everybody. Yeah, Leo G. Leo G with really, really quickly says, I say that quite a bit. So when we, we say really, really quickly, we, we we take a drink. So um, you just you just brought a good a good point up, Banks. We'll touch on it here because we, we're about to run out of time. Um, Malik Willis is an intriguing quarterback prospect coming out of liberty he'll be in this draft a lot of people say he's the number one quarterback prospect um we can revisit this well we'll revisit this at another date banks we, we can come back uh definitely we have a lot of time here before the draft to kind of mull this over there are a lot of people in this city because this is a this is a homegrown kid malik willis is from the atlanta area i want to say he went to roswell high school I want to say he has ties to the College Park area. I'm not for sure. Maybe somebody could verify that or not. But there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people that are fans of this organization that say, give this kid a shot. If he's there at number eight, you have to go out and get Malik Willis. So before we move on to the next topic and before we close this thing out, Derek, I'll go over to you first, man. Malik Willis is, I want to say, the name is coming up and rumbling within this fan base that if this kid is there at number eight, of course, there are talks that he might go before eight. There are other teams that are very, very high on him that might pick him uh, before eight. The, the Detroit Lions have entered that conversation as possibly going after him as high as what the number two or three pick, taking him to be their uh, future franchise quarterback. Do you feel like Malik Willis is somebody that we really need to look at uh, if he's there at number eight to be the next franchise quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons? Well, I already alluded to this, you know, in my other comment. I don't think there's a quarterback in this draft where they're being picked in the top 15. That's just my opinion. So, no. I don't care what some fans say. At number eight, if you don't, if your player, and hopefully it's a defensive player, if that defensive player is not there at eight, you better trade back, collect some assets. And then you better collect all the defensive players that you That's can if somebody to wants to trade back. We, we I, I, I gotta say that really I, I gotta say that because people think that it's easy to trade just, back or trade up. Remember, you just said is somebody intrigued with somebody and number eight, if you're thinking he's gonna be there, somebody wants to dance. I'm just saying, okay. but but if again, it's just you know, these are opinions and scenarios. But if the defensive guy, and I keep saying this, not offensive guy, but if the defensive guy 
that you had your eyes set on at number eight is not there, you better dance with a partner to get out of number eight so you can collect some access and continue to build that defense first. Banks, you want to comment on that before we move forward, man, and get this thing closed out? Um, I want to go ahead and um, finish what Stokes was saying. Um, this is for you, Derrico. Um, Stokes said, we missed on our quarterback fields. And then he later on said, 49ers should have took pits. They probably would have been to the Super Bowl. Um, listen, I said what I said about that. Um, build this team from the inside out. The hell with a quarterback. I'm not worrying about a quarterback right now. I don't know why everyone's in a hurry to get a quarterback. You get a quarterback in every single draft. Draft. Every year. You come out every year. You can get a quarterback in any draft. You don't have to get one this year. You don't have to. Not sure why everyone's trying to jump the gun of getting a quarterback. Build this team the right way. And I'm I'm, I'm finished with that conversation. My take, my take on this is I want a <laughs> to quote Rex Ryan, I want a bully of a defense, man. Um, shout out to my man Ted. I've been telling him this for quite some time, man. My, my man Ted Clark over there on Facebook mess. Build a bully on defense, man. You know, we can score 31 points, right? You know, but you can lose, you know, 31 to 32. This traditionally, man, this Falcons organization has never had a great or prolific defense or even, you know, a top 10 fear defense for that matter. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when was the last time the Falcons had a top 10 deep defense, fellas? Do we even know? Do we even have to go back and Google and figure out when the last time the team had a top 10 defense? Yeah, Better yet, I'm man, <laughs> when was the last time we felt comfortable on third down? Like, you know, third and 15. Like, you, you can't never get comfortable with this. With these, the last five, 10 years, defenses that we've trotted out there on the field, teams have converted third and 15s like they were third in inches, man. Build this team, you know, build in the trenches and then figure out what you want to do over there on the defensive side of the ball, okay? And then let's, like you said, Banks, I agree with you, man. The quarterback position, we, we'll figure that out. But can we figure out what to do here on defense, man? Because I'll tell you, if I sit over there and say these bands one more time and they yell third down and they want me to get on my feet with third and 19 and I know good and well that the other team is going to convert with no problem, it's a lost cause. Build a bully on defense, fella. That's what I'm asking. If I can, if, if my lips to the Falcons' ears and to the Falcons' brass is build a defense, man. Let's do this in the draft. Let's go out here and get some bullies. We got some kids coming out of the UGA. We've got some cornerbacks, some safety. So we need, like you said, Banks, we need help everywhere at every position. <laughs> you know, let, let's start defensively, possibly in the trenches. I know Trayvon Walker is a guy that might go high, but if he's there, take a look at him. Derrico, if we trade back, if somebody wants to get somebody at eight, we trade back. Jordan Davis is there. That's a talent that you have to figure out where you need to line him up on your defense, man. Let's get some defensive guys in here, man, and start making some stops. Figure that part out, man. And then, like you said, maybe maybe we can find a quarterback in the next draft. I don't think it needs to be a priority as of yet. We'll get to that point. I feel like maybe we can find our guy that won't take so long. But right now, we need to build this defense and figure that out. This and like you said, Derek to your point, man, we got to hit on every pick. We can't afford to waste draft picks. Hear me out on this, people. We don't. We can't be cute in this draft. We cannot be cute in this draft. Go out, get guys that are going to be 
perform. We don't need no more of these Richie Grants that we don't know what we're going to do with or how he's going to fit this scheme. No, we need guys. We don't need any more Tack McKinley's. We don't need any more, you know, and I'm not trying to throw shade at the Vic Beasley's and Tack McKinley. We need guys going to come out, bust ass, and perform immediately. Immediately, man. We need to hit on these picks, guys. We really, really do, man. Bully on defense. Really Derek, I'm going to let you really do this, and, man, we'll, we'll try to really close this did. out. We really, really, really <laughs> Hey, man, yeah, we got to definitely hit, man, on these draft picks, man. So, so we got some comments guys, on Facebook. What's up? We're going we're gonna to get get to these comments, man. We're going to close this thing down. So, see, um, Abrams and, and Theodore, I think you call him Ted, Ted, they going back and forth about Josh Allen and and what type of person that we're looking for. Um, Theodore said Josh is a template for Malik. Um, I don't know which comment you were talking about, Abrams, about Smart from Derrico. Um, and your wife said, so it's not just me. Would you live with that? Really, really, really. <laughs> and <laughs> and Patrick now said it's 50 left time. We need 50 players. So, yeah, we need 50 players. We need 53 players, 58 players. How many of the players? I think it's 60 on the roster, including um, practice squad. I think that went up because <laughs> they increased the um, practice squad number. But, yeah, we got to hit on these draft picks. I mean, there's there's nothing urgent than hitting on these draft picks. And I'm going to slightly agree with you guys on this this quarterback thing. If If – Mariota was brought in here to run this offense for a year. You better believe you better hit on these six top 10, I'm say top 82 picks. I mean, flawless. I mean, they got to be impact players from the get go. And you can't be going to North Dakota State. You can't be going to Montana <laughs> University. You better be going where them boys play football in the SEC. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Okay. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. So look guys, hey, we can, we can keep going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? We've been, we've been at this for an hour. We're definitely going to have to come back and revisit this um, as the draft nears to talk about this. Um, you know, so as always, man, we love to do Falcons talk. We love to do Atlanta sports talk period, man. So I appreciate you guys coming on. So look, I want to give, before we get out off the live here, man, give shout out to everybody that's interacted with us. Uh, my man, Patrick Theodore, uh, of course, <laughs> my wife, my man Stokes, they interact with us on YouTube, man. Uh, we appreciate you guys, man, you know, interacting with the show and listening to us and being fans, man. We we appreciate that. So we're going to close this thing out. Um, so, Banks, I, I, I hand it over to you first, man. Let everybody know where they can get at you, man. Let everybody know how they can interact with you offline. Well, you can interact with me on Facebook at Antoine Jarrell Banks or Baby Banks 80 on the Twitter or the Graham. Um, yes, everyone can hit me up. Do listen to these other two guys right here talking about I need assistance and nothing like that. <laughs> hit me up and I will respond back. <laughs> Derrico, Derrico, let everybody know what's up, man. Hey, man, y'all can catch me on Facebook at Stacy D. Derrico. You can catch me on IG at Derrico underscore Virgo. And you can catch me on the Twitter at VSUSDD96. And I am a troll specialist. So if you <laughs> me, I will get you. <laughs> That's the truth. That is um, the truth. That is the number one troll something? over there. 
let me say something before we go off air. Um, shout out to uh, I know you gave a shout out to everybody who's watching and listening, interacting, Mr. Scales, Mr. Stokes. I appreciate y'all on the Facebook. I mean, excuse me, the YouTube, YouTube. Uh, live stream. Um, thank you guys for turning in and hit that subscribe button, please, sir. Uh, and, and gentlemen, um, keep this um, keep this going for us. Um, one thing I want to point out, um, but as the end of the show, uh, Derrico, you said that no one was clamoring for appeals. I wanted to bring that back out to your attention that at that time, at that moment, um, Trey Lance was already drafted by the 49ers, the pick before the Falcons. So when the pick, the Falcons picked, everyone was clamoring for fields. So yes, yeah. I was right. Okay. We end up with picks. So okay. Um, yeah. If uh, that's how you feel, thanks everybody. Yeah, that's how how I feel. Yeah. I, mean, I was at the draft party, feel? brother. All right, hey, look, we're gonna okay, hey, hey, fellas, we hey, we'll, we'll, hey, we'll come, we'll come back around to it. I'm gonna let you go. Hey, hey, we gotta, we gotta end this up, man. Right, we're gonna do it right. I'm just telling you what was going on. So no, you're not gonna shut me up. So shut him down, Leo. You know, you know, I feel about them. You know, I feel about them. Everyone's and everybody. I mean, that 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 encompasses everybody. One you better start using most. You better start using most of some. Don't be saying everybody. Hey, 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 look, we're going to come back. So, look, hey, 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 look, keep that same energy. We'll come back and we'll revisit this, guys. As always, man, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can hit us up at the Leo G Show, the number one. That's the Leo G Show, the number one. Hit us up on Twitter. Also, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, my personal handle is at southern set with two t's that's at southern set with two t's you can hit us up love to you know interact with the fans and love to talk sports especially atlanta sports i want to give a shout out like i said once again to my footy mob fam uh give a shout out to my man <laughs> give a shout out to my man reggie mckee we're gonna bring him on fellas i don't know the next episode man we we, we got to get back into some soccer talk right we got to do some soccer talk also we got a couple of people that's been asking to get on the show so we're gonna bring them on we haven't forgot about you i want to give a shout out to uh miracle and keandra we're going to definitely get to you all and bring you all on the show, you know what I'm saying, so we can do some talk. Um, so, hey, hey, look, we're going to try to keep this live up, fellas, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for everybody to tune in to watching us live on YouTube and Facebook. Um, we're going to get better at this, man. We're going to try to get the kinks worked out the next time we get this uh, off, off the ground. And we'll definitely have the audio podcast up for you guys tomorrow. Uh, to take a listen to it if you if you missed us here live, man. So once again, it's been another edition of Leo G Show. We're going to be out of here, fellas. All right.